This is Scott Becker with the Becker's Healthcare Podcast. Today we're joined by someone who's got a fascinating career. Aside from sort of being from Detroit and being in the Marine Corps at one time, he fights the federal government on healthcare defense cases, typically healthcare fraud cases. He's got some big and interesting cases. He's going to talk about what he's watching most closely today. He also has, and before I ask him to fully introduce himself, Ron Chapman, he's Chapman Consulting as well, but, but really Ron Chapman, the lawyer. He's also written a fascinating book about sort of the, the federal prosecution, investigations, the Supreme Court. He also has a podcast. Ron, let me quickly ask you to tell us about the book and the podcast, and then I'll come back and ask you to fully introduce yourself. Tell us about the book and podcast real quick, if you don't mind. Absolutely. So the book is Fight the Feds, Unraveling Federal Criminal Investigations. What we've done in that book is take many of the Supreme Court cases over the last 50 years uh, that have really shaped the way the federal government investigates cases and obtains leverage. I think it's an engaging read, and you don't have to be a lawyer to really get some enjoyment out of understanding how the federal government works. As far as the podcast, um, it's called DeNovo. You can find it on uh, Spotify, as well as some of the other podcast outlets. Uh, on that podcast, we discuss news of the day, recent Supreme Court issues, and we also are reaching back to uh, an interesting case uh, related to Larry Flint and the First Amendment that's got some broad implications uh, related to some litigation coming up, and we'll take a deep dive into some of his court cases. Thank you very much. As I joke later on the podcast, I wouldn't know who Larry Flint was because he was the famous publisher of Hustler magazine. And that, of course, is not of interest to me. Um, but but I do. Uh, let, let me ride. I said that facetiously. And, and that's a long, long time ago. But fascinating, fascinating case about free speech and the First Amendment and everything else. Ron, can you take a moment and introduce yourself and, and tell us about what you do? Absolutely. I am a federal criminal defense attorney, primarily dealing with healthcare cases. Um, I work on behalf of healthcare entities and providers and take on the government in uh, federal criminal courts across the country. Um, our results have been, you know, I'd say relatively uh, good over the last few years. I think we've earned five acquittals and over six months of trial, resulting in $450 million. Uh, received back from our from our clients. Um, in addition to that, I do a lot of compliance consulting work to help those businesses who want to tighten up their compliance plans, make sure that they're um, staying 100% compliant uh, all the time. Thank you very, very much. You, you do an amazing job. Talk to us a little bit today about what's the temperature? You know, it seems like we go through periods of time with the Department of Justice, the U.S. Attorney's offices, the, the are really after healthcare fraud. And it's, you see constant settlements, constant investigations. Then you go through periods of time where it seems like it's not quite as much front and center and everything. What do you see today in terms of federal health care fraud investigations, activity at the Department of Justice? I know a couple of years ago they were reporting billions of dollars in settlements. What's the temperature now from the Department of Justice? Well, I think the, over the last couple of years, we've certainly seen things go down a bit, but I think that's a misnomer because the number of cases that are being indicted is still relatively high. It's just many of those still have not resolved post-COVID because of some slowdowns in the courts, primarily with civil cases, but also criminal. Um, I would say that the, um, the number of healthcare fraud indictments is high and will remain high uh, for the foreseeable future. And the reason for that is much of the case law dealing with healthcare fraud um, has really given prosecutors the ability to elect which venue they want to appear in, whether that's civil, criminal, or administrative for the same violations. We're seeing a muddying of the water 
uh, of healthcare fraud statutes as well as false claims statutes and allegations uh, to the extent that if I'm a federal prosecutor, I can really decide how I want to go after somebody in which forum. And if they want to pursue the most aggressive strategy, they can move forward to um, to indictment, which is unfortunate, but um, things are going to keep picking up for the foreseeable future. Is it easier to go after people civilly or criminally, or is it just a, a whole mix out there? This is where everything has recently become inverted. You would think that it would be much more difficult to go after somebody criminally, but it's it's um, it's not. Um, healthcare fraud statutes have been sort of watered down in a way that prosecutors are allowed to allege violations of uh, regulations uh, in furtherance of uh, a healthcare fraud case. Let me give you an example. Let's say a lab decides to do reflexive testing, and that's a violation of the LCD. A prosecutor very well could say that that lab knowingly committed fraud because they engaged in testing presumptive and then and then confirmatory without checking the result first. That same thing could be the allegation in a, a False Claims Act case. The difference with False Claims Act cases, civil cases, is that if you are charged, if, if there's a complaint filed in a False Claims Act case, you get to take depositions, you get to have discovery, uh, you get to file motions to dismiss, which are heard by the courts. And the False Claims case law is much more friendly to the defendant than the healthcare fraud case law is. And so unfortunately, prosecutors are being sort of shoehorned into that criminal punishment because it's a lot easier to prosecute. Got it. I wouldn't have expected that. Thank you. Let me ask you another question, and then we'll wrap up pretty soon, Ron, but I want to ask you a few more questions. What are the hottest areas for prosecution? What are you seeing the most investigation and resources going after? Well, when the federal government giveth, it it also taketh away. So um, the hottest areas are always those areas where enforcement has been relatively relaxed. I would say post-COVID, we're dealing with sort of a, a modification of the Ryan Height Act related to in-person uh, visits before prescribing a controlled substance. That has caused a number of entities to take advantage of that and start offering telemedicine for the purposes of prescribing controlled substances. That might include testosterone. We've seen Adderall um, clinics get shut down. Online pharmacies have taken advantage of that. Um, because that has happened, uh, we, we think that the DEA, um, as well as Health and Human Services, is going to start aggressively going after those entities once they finalize the rule related to telemedicine, which has been repeatedly extended but should be somewhere around the corner. So I'm advising all of my telemedicine clients in that industry Get compliance advice, um, contact compliance company. That's something we do at Chapman Consulting Group and uh, make sure that everything is locked down pretty tight from a policies and procedure standpoint because the federal government will be coming for those, those businesses. Thank you. Next question. What are you most excited about for 2024? What gets you going? What are you most excited about? Is every day a war with representing clients in these situations? Or what, are you, what are you most focused on excited about? Well, personally and professionally, I think I'm most excited about a couple of cases I have coming up, uh, a case in um, Philadelphia related to a large dental practice. It's a relatively novel healthcare fraud case. That's that's quite exciting. In the, the legal landscape, I think generally speaking, I'm really looking forward to several Supreme Court decisions uh, related to Chevron. Maybe some of your listeners have heard 
about Chevron deference and the recent movement in the Supreme Court, that is going to have huge implications for healthcare and everybody who listens to your podcast. We're just waiting to see how far the Supreme Court will go and see its implications um, on the healthcare industry, specifically a lot of the agency deference that has been given um, to healthcare agencies um, may actually be in question and there may be new remedies available. So we're, we're paying attention to that. We're very excited for it. Ron, one more question. Would you mind taking a moment and telling us where could people learn more about Ron Chapman and Chapman Consulting and what you do? Yeah, absolutely. Um, feel free to log on to our website, ccghealthcare.com. And uh, there you can learn a bit about what we do, uh, as well as ronaldwchapman.com is my personal site. And I've got a book out and a podcast. Feel free to um, take a listen or a we, read. We, Ron, could you take a moment and again tell us the title of the book, uh, as well as the title of your podcast and what you're looking at there. And also, I want to thank you for joining us on the Becker's Healthcare Podcast. Ron? Yeah, absolutely. So the uh, the book is um, Fight the Feds, uh, Unraveling Federal Criminal Investigations. What I did in that book was went through a lot of the Supreme Court cases over the last 50 years that has shaped the way the government investigates cases. As far as the podcast, you know, it's a it's a personal interest piece. I like taking on news of the day as well as older Supreme Court cases. We have an episode coming up uh, related to Larry Flint and all of his litigation, which should be exciting. And um, uh, I'm looking forward to putting that one out. Fantastic. I would not know who Larry Flint is because I am a very appropriate person, but Larry Flint was at one time the publisher of Hustler magazine. So a fascinating, fascinating concept. In any event, Ron, thank you for joining us on the Becker's Healthcare Podcast. Thank you very much. Thank you so much. It's so important for leaders at the top of organizations to keep learning, stay sharp, grow their networks, to help our audience better do this in a more simplified, personalized, and meaningful way. Becker's Healthcare has launched MyBHC. It's your trusted Becker's Healthcare experience and more with content, connections, events, and learning opportunities. Join the community free of charge at www.my.beckershospitalreview.com and we'll see you there. Mm -hmm.